Hello, welcome back to Dank Ferric, a Star Wars podcast, and may the fourth be with you. I am one of your hosts, Tyler, along with my co-host. Is that it? Is that everything you got? <laughs> As the same boring intro? I'm Carlos. Thank you very much. Today, for Star Wars Day, the best holiday there is we are going to be covering all of the new news about the new movies and shows and everything like that that was announced at star wars celebration which no this time i did not attend in london and i am sad and i had a lot of fomo fear of missing out oh yeah and, and likely will not attend next time two years from now in fucking Listen, japan can we, can we just talk about that real quick <laughs> listen when it was announced that it's gonna be in fucking tokyo instead of somewhere in the states i was so yeah, and, in, and in two years in two years yeah there's 2025 year so i lived in japan for two years in okinawa and i mean i would love to go to back to japan but that's not in my fucking budget like <laughs> it literally cost like 1900 at very least wow. for a round trip flight then you include all my cosplay shit that i'd have to fly there then you include the four plus day pass to go in. Then you include all the expenses, the not hotel man, including the hotel and all yeah. that stuff. And you're left spending at least like four thousand dollars, and it's just not something I think I could swing right now. And even then, like if I'm going back to Japan, I don't want to be doing Star Wars shit. Same, right. same reason I didn't want to go to London for celebrations. Like I have never been to London and I would have loved to experience London. And I think my cosplay and like focusing on celebration would have gotten in the way of me actually seeing and enjoying London. Yeah. It's know? better to do that in fucking Florida. So yeah, if I'm going <laughs> to go to celebration, I'll go when it's back in the States where I don't give a fuck what else is going on around me. Right. I'm just right. going to focus on the Star Wars. You don't want to explore Orlando motherfucker. <laughs> I, as I explained to Carlos, what I'm now taking on, um, I'm starting an Empire Strikes Back Boba Fett cosplay to go along with my other two Boba Fett cosplays. Right. And this one's going to be the most pricey and the most timely. So I'm slowly going to be building that. And it should definitely be ready to go by the next celebration after Tokyo. So yeah. me and you will go there. when You'll have to put it up in the... Your passport issue won't exist unless it, it no longer exists. By the way, but I'm still, yeah. There's no celebration to go to. <laughs> we'll we'll get you out to the next one. That's all exciting. right. All right. Um. Anyway, yeah. I, I was also um. I was seeing that it was all happening in London. I was, I was very envious. Of course, I was gonna. I was supposed to go to the Anaheim one. I wasn't able to make it for uh, reasons. Uh. And um. I feel like I, I mean, I do feel, I always feel like I'm missing out, of, of course, but I feel like this one versus the previous one, the one that you went to, um, you got to see like the Obi-Wan show first. Well, you didn't, but people I, did. I met him, <laughs> but I also met him the day it fucking premiered. Right, right. Which so, was amazing. So there was a, uh, uh, there was a bunch of great shit happening then, and don't get me wrong, there's a bunch of great shit um, announced now, which uh, we're about to get into. So first things first, uh, we got news on the movie space because um, 
Movies have come and gone. A bunch of announcements have been made throughout the years about movies that are coming out in Star Wars. The latest one was that Patty Jenkins was doing it, but then that was kind of in doubt, and then Taika Waititi, and then that was kind of in doubt, and not even to mention the fucking Benny Elf and Wise shit and the Ryan Justin shit and all the other shit there has been announced. countless, countless names of, like, directors they announced for yeah. Star Wars projects, and it's all gotten canned. So, like... yeah. Uh, even James Mangle was supposed to do uh, an earlier one. Um, one, and then before him it was uh, um, what's the fucking Chronicle guy, Josh Trank. Oh yeah, uh, remember that? Sure. <laughs> Simon Kingbird was gonna write that. How many fucking projects did you end? One, you can't literally, you literally can't keep up with it because there have been so many false starts yep. um, with their movies. And that's not to mention the shit that actually got produced, but changed a bunch of, like, the creatives changed behind the scenes before that, like, uh, episode nine had, like, a bunch of directors. Like, well, it had one director before then and a whole different creative team. And even seven was supposed to be a bunch of people. Anyway, uh, so we got news. We knew from uh, uh, rumors and the trades and shit like that that uh, Damon Lindelof was working in a movie. Um and uh, we heard, like, really, really right before Celebration that he was no longer active on it. And I, lo- and I know you love Lost. I um, love Damon Lindelof and stand with him. I, he made uh, yeah. a lot of good points when he talked about Star Wars. Right. He, he said, he, out of the project that, yeah, you have to do it right. Well, they recently revealed, he revealed, I think, a day or two ago that, um, or a bunch of days ago, that he, he was fired. He, he, he was let go. They... He, they basically went their separate ways. Right, right. So um, we knew uh, that he was doing one. We didn't know what it was about. Now we know. What they announced was that um, they're going to do a, a Ray uh, uh, movie 15 years after the rise of Skywalker. And it's going to be played by Ray, of course. Uh, Ray. It's going to be played by Daisy Ridley again, of course. You offering me a job? Are you offering me a job? Well, they are, <laughs> and uh, uh, it's going to be directed by Charmin Obaid Shinoy. I don't know if I butchered that, but I, I, I think she directed a bunch of the Miss Marvel episodes. Um, Lovely. Yeah, and um, yeah, so they're going to do the the Ray Skywalker. I, I, there's no way they they don't end up making another fucking trilogy and just call it Episode Ten, like what? It, it feels like a bunch of pretext just not to name it episode 10 when it really just is episode 10. I also, if if they do make it... Uh, a <laughs> I love that you said if they do make it yeah, because I mean, nothing it, is certain with this. Because <laughs> um, you have to take every announcement now with a fucking grain of salt. Yeah. But it just feels like what purpose could it serve? Like... How can you make something entertaining showing like, oh, I'm just going to teach these students like how to be Jedi. And then like, where is it going to go? What it, What is it leading to? I have no clue. Like, uh, I think that's 15 years. After... Yeah. So if she was 20 something, she must, she must be in her 30s or uh, nearing her 40, 40 years by the time. Like the character, not the, the actress. Right. Um, so... I don't know. I, 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 the people have been saying, like, is John Boyer going to be in it as a, yeah. as a apprentice, which I guess would make sense story-wise. But also, he I don't think he's that keen on being back. 
And um, but also, would he be her apprentice fifteen years later? I, I, I know. I would assume he would be another master. Yeah, he probably teaching. Like, he he be teaching one class, he be teaching another, and so on. Um, what I'm most intrigued about this, really, is um, what are they going to do with the political state of the galaxy after the new Re- the new republic got blown up? Are they going to do the new new republic? Or the new, new First Order. Right, or the new, new First Order, which, oh my god. Just stop with the fucking, like, Empire clones. like. Right, so if the, the grand struggle is over, if the grand, grand War of the Stars is finally over after nine episodes, which is what they were selling it to be, like, the real, really the end of the war, Yeah. the, the, the War of the Jedi versus the Sith, what is going to be, what, what is going to be the, the political... Uh, uh, aspect gonna look like yeah uh, so damon lindelof stepped off uh, or got let go whatever yeah and um this new uh writer steven knight i think is his name the, one, the guy who makes piggy blinders yeah he's re- rewriting it i guess he's which, the one rewriting it yeah oh so he's gonna do he's gonna be but i, I hear he's like uh taking it a whole different direction he's just taking the basic premise and doing his own thing with it and uh that the Damon Lindelof stuff was going to take place 60 years in the future with uh, uh, Helen Mirren playing Rey. And uh, that's, one, that's one of the rumors, yeah. And that now that Steven Knight is in it, that's what now they're doing the only 15 years jump so they can have Daisy Reed the back. Uh, so um, listen, I'm happy. Yeah. Like, I really like Daisy Ridley. Mm-hmm. I thought Ray was a shit character because of how they handled her, but Daisy Ridley acted it excellently, mm-hmm. and I'm happy to have her back. And I hope it's in a better light. Right. I hope that they do her in a better way. Right. They need they need to give that character more. One, they need to make her be be more flawed, because she was too perfect in every fucking way which was the difference between her and Luke. Um, and she needs to have some real, like, like, what did she really have going for her as far as character in the sequels? She wanted to know her identity with her family, and that was basically it. And that was taken over by two different directors who had two different visions, right. who went with two different outcomes. They <laughs> literally changed. It changed. Yeah, it's going to change again. Probably. Like, <laughs> Could you imagine that they change I it know. again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But aside from that, if John Boyega is in this, right. He definitely deserves better. This is the one that I, that I, I would be more excited for to see a uh, fan again than race Daisy Ridley, because she had shit going on in the movies. But John Boyega, by the third one, he didn't was have anything. Right, and that's all he did. He didn't have any. The only thing he did was like, okay, oh, he's force sensitive, which is really the beginning of a story, not the end of a story. You, you know? know, but you know that they threw that in there because that is what JJ's plan with him was. Right. I know that Force Awakens. They teased it. Right. 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 Exactly. There were there was a perceived course correction there, which exactly. it, which is uh, uh, annoying that we get that aspect of the character in the third movie. I really believe they should have had Rey be the non Jedi 
and her story could have been so much better if Finn was the fucking Jedi as a stormtrooper. Stormtrooper Rebellion. I think it would have been cooler if they've been explicit about the fact that Finn was going to be the first apprentice. Because now it's just open to like, oh yeah, he's force sensitive. That's it. Thank you. But if you if if you at the end of nine say like, okay, this is how the the saga ends. Ray is the last Jedi, and she has a, a yellow lightsaber. She has the text. She buried the. She took the Skywalker mantle to to teach the next generation. First in line is teaching Finn. That's a promise of a hopeful future and one that utilizes your main character, that utilizes your secondary character, and you have Poe do whatever the fuck Poe does with the problem. Yeah. But you don't give you don't give the the, the apart from Ray, you don't give the other two characters, uh, Poe and Finn. I mean, you don't give them a, a finality, right? That makes you feel like okay, this is where they're heading towards. Exactly. But you you get that with Ray, but you don't get that with the other two, which is annoying. So that's why I feel. Especially with Finn, because Finn got the like you could I guess you could kind of guess where Poe is going that he's gonna lead the They the... they turned Finn almost into like a laughing stock. Like they made him a comedic, very lighthearted type character when he had so much more going for him. And right. it started with Ryan Johnson and then it kinda of carried over, but like he just there was nothing there when there was so much potential. And it's really sad, and I felt bad for him because, like, you know, like, I mean, he's been in countless interviews where, like, he's like said stuff about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. not only that, but like, even with the marketing, like Force Awakens, right. how they minimized him significantly in Asian audiences in uh, the, the Chinese posters, yeah. the Chinese posters, they because you know for some reason. Chinese people just hate black people. So, <laughs> and Disney. I wouldn't put it like that. The, the fucking kings of, you know, being fucking woke Inclusive. and, you know, practice what you preach. Like, stand, stand your fucking ground. But no, all they actually care about is fucking money. So they will, they will fucking hide the black people or ban the fucking LGBT people as long as it means they're fucking making a buck. They don't care. It sounds so it's wrong the way you put it. It's fucking phony, though. Like, they, they want to hide the right. black people. You know I'm right. No, but you know I'm right. That's exactly what happened, and it's fucked up. Yeah, yeah. I I, I agree. <laughs> like, yeah. They only care about money. They don't care about all this other well, fucking shit. What the fuck do you expect, though? They're fucking Disney. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree completely. I mean, uh, of course, they shouldn't have minimized him in the Chinese poster. Um, and there's a bunch of other shit, but, um, anyway, as far as this movie is concerned, um, that's the only thing that I like, that I would, would like to see. Either way, you know, we're going to fucking watch it and we're going to give our, yeah, of course we're going to watch it. Uh, I want, I I would, I would want him to be in it. I would have, I would want him, I would be fine with it to be a two-hander if it's just like, fuck, like, we don't need Oscar Isaac for this one. Just have her and him uh, and John Boyega. They can be two Jedi Masters and, like, build on the friendship you started out in The Force Awakens for them to be, like, the two guys who are rebuilding the Jedi Order yeah. uh, after he uh, she teaches him. And uh, I feel like that would be a strong foundation. 
It's yeah. fucking weird to me that they're going past episode nine and they're having a story with the main protagonist of the the sequel trilogy and not call it episode ten. It's just it feels like have what them That's having. That's why the, I'm saying I think it's going to be a standalone movie. I really don't think it's going to be a trilogy. Right, but it feels like them wanting to uh, uh, having their cake and eat and eating it too. It's like it's over, but uh, we can do a stand a, a spinoff. Which is not gonna be called ten, but it's gonna be the story of what ten would have been if we continue. Yeah. <laughs> so, I feel like it also might be just setting up like what could possibly lead to an episode ten with like where the political climate is and like what is the background of the universe at this point because like we've never gone that far into the future of Star yes. Wars, so what we are... don't know any like supposedly it's peacetime, but like what would be interesting enough to be past that point in time to make move make more movies you need some kind of adversary of some regard you can't just have a movie about them training jedi or prospective jedi and then what happens from there like it has to lead to something right if if the whole purpose is the resurgence of the jedi as we have known it to be, then there kind of has to be more to the story. Like, is she going to fight with the new Republic or new, new Republic to get <laughs> Jedi order established and say like, no, this is a thing again. And they're going to be like, well, no, cause that caused so-and-so to happen, blah, 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 blah. And then like, is that political side going to be in it? Is there going to be some Sith resurgence? Like there, there <sighs> needs to be something more than just like, if if it was literally just her training Jedi, it would just be no different than a mod best's fucking Jedi trial challenge show. Right, I understand. You know one 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 interesting thought I had about what this movie could potentially tie into was so I'm I'm gonna have to bring up one of the other projects um that they announced just to bring it along was uh, the James Mangold um film which yeah. uh, they said was about the first Jedi or like the first interaction with the Force. They weren't very clear yeah. about which one or both. But if they're going the farthest back in the timeline, which they called Dawn of the Jedi, which suggests it's even before the Old Republic, um, if they're doing the first Jedi and now they're doing the first of the new wave of Jedi, is there any inter... I wonder if they're going to try to interlink... Uh, the true projects so that Ray, whatever Ray is trying to get at with the new Jedi order is her trying to investigate or tie it up to what they were originally about. And that way sort of uh, um, having uh, her quest be interlinked to whatever that first Jedi was doing, because I feel like they're very like mirrored stories in a way. It would be cool Um, to connect them in some way. Maybe with like, Jedi yeah. texts. That's what I was thinking. Like, are they gonna do like a because in episode nine they did the treasure hunt bullshit, where like yeah. Luke was investigating something and then they and then they follow up on whatever he was doing, and uh, for her to feel that legacy of like, okay, so if wanna, I want to do this now and we want to do it right, what was this all about to begin with, right? Yeah, and that's what I mean that they could um, potentially. Uh, Harken back to that story, whatever that might be. Um, 
so that the two are somewhat it, it makes more sense for for you to release these two movies sort of close to each other whereas one is the beginning of something one is the quote unquote the end or not the end but like the the latest we see of it in the timeline yeah. and they're i would think they were they would so, sort of have a similar mission whatever the protagonist of that movie ends up being uh, I think we need to just find out what the whole purpose of both of the projects are. Right. Um, and I'm I'm really excited for for James Mangle to be making a movie. He's a great great filmmaker. For all into, uh, for for all we know like the Indiana Jones movie is looking pretty good. Um, yeah. He said he's like taking a cue from the 10 commandments. So he's making like a biblical epic which is in and of itself very exciting. Um, I, know I he's trust a, him because he's a good he's a good filmmaker. So like I'm yeah. sure whatever he makes is gonna be cool. Um, it's yeah. just gonna be interesting to go back that far, where we it's, have never seen. Yeah, I wonder if we're gonna see the the acto founding of that temple or stuff like that. <laughs> I, I'd have to imagine in some because even the little part. infographic they showed in the timeline had the prime Jedi stuff that was yeah. in the, in the fountain or whatever yeah. that was. Yeah. Uh, so I assume they're, they're going to go try to tie into that. Um, that sounds very exciting. I, it also sounds like they still don't know what they're doing. Like their writing process is still very early on in, in, in like, they don't know what the, it feels like the early development stage where like right. they, they needed to give some sort of announcements <laughs> at celebration. And who knows if these projects will actually happen. Yeah. But like, I don't think they're very far along at all. No. The only one that I think is sort of planned out. Well, I think the Daisy Ridley one is planned out like far along enough for them to announce. The Filoni-verse one. But the Filoni-verse one, because the the story's already in place and he's already working on his own stuff in the TV shows. I feel like he probably has a a clearer idea of what's going to be in it. Right. Um. But it's still a ways away, right? So they, they, they're going to release Ahsoka, and then we're going to release Mando Season 4. Then I assume that movie comes afterwards. That's another thing that I'm curious about is what's, what's going to release first? What's going to be the timeline? Are they going to start releasing it again, like one year after another, like they did with the previous uh, bunch, which I thought was a mistake because it gave you like a Star Wars overload. Um, but the Filoni one... Uh, I assume it's gonna be like a one like the one of those crossover things where everyone like fucking Cobb Van is gonna be in it, Fennec Shan's gonna be in it, uh, Boba Fett, Dinjar, uh, and oh, believe me, um, fucking the corpse of Muff Gideon is gonna be in it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ahsoka is gonna be in it. Um, uh, fucking everyone, man, everyone they've introduced in the Mandoverse is gonna. F- find their way to, to into that movie the fucking pirate that escaped that it's gonna be in the, the Jude Law even. kids Jude Law and the fucking kids are gonna be in it I, I assure oh, I'm you sure. I'm sure yeah and they're they, they're how they're gonna fit well I guess in this age of filmmaking the those movies are kind of uh, commonplace now where they do like a big events where they cross over everyone um, but um, I don't know um, what's the what's the one movie that excites you the most? Uh, Dawn, of the, Dawn of the Jedi. Dawn of the Jedi. Yeah, he's just a set hand. There's so little explored there. It gives 
like way more opportunity for like new things. Yeah. Like we could just see more of like a new timeline. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, exactly. It's like a, a corner unexplored. Um, but anyway, we'll see what, how, how it all shakes out. As far as the the the, the TV shows, uh, we hear Ahsoka is going to have a, a, an August release, uh, I guess is the, the War on the Street. Lars Mikkelsen is going to play Thrawn like he did in animation, which is great. He's a, he's a great choice for it. I think we, we talked about that. Uh, we, we speculated about it um, a couple episodes ago. Um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead is going to be Hera. That's good. And she's married to... She's married to Obi Wan. Obi Wan, yeah. Um, I assume her kid will be in it. The Jason Sindula is gonna be in it. Oh yeah, definitely. We saw Chopper in the trailer. A bunch of dark Jedi. We saw Ezra in a fucking hologram. If he's in a hologram, he's gonna be <laughs> yeah. in it in the flesh. There's no way they're gonna oh, hire an actor just to have him be do a fucking hologram. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I like the trailer. That trailer is looking pretty good. I'm um, just wondering who the fuck those guys are with the orange sabers, like. They're gonna be like, uh, well, I hear the 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 blonde uh, evil lady is a as yeah. a night sister, and that um, the like bearded it. dude is a uh, is just like a fallen Jedi. But yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Like, are they are they have just just been hanging out in the unknown regions? I for think a while? they should have had um, Barra Sophie as the antagonist. Maybe she'll be. They, they, we saw uh, a little bit of a of an Inquisitor fighting Ahsoka for a minute, which I was like, Inquisitors are not around anymore. That's weird. Are they going to do like a Barry Sophie's an Inquisitor thing where she still survived even after the Empire fell? That's fucking weird. Or are they going to go back in a flashback to pre-Empire, pre-Return of the Jedi? I hope we see her, though, regardless. Yeah, because that yeah. story that storyline is unfinished. It is, it is. Um, and Mon Mothma is going to be in it, so we get the Chancellor. I think it it is really weird that Genevieve O'Reilly plays her in Andor and Rogue One, and yeah. then Catherine Blackson or whatever her name is is in Return of the Jedi, and then Genevieve O'Reilly is going to be her again after you know t- timeline wise. <laughs> she's, yeah, she's going to change his actresses midway through her. Story. I mean, she looks enough like her. Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, you can make the the leap. Um, She's done more than her now, as true, Mon, true. Anyway. If anything, they should deep fake Javier O'Reilly into yeah. it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've been joking about that, and it would actually be pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I would be cool with that. Um, that's not gonna be in the in the screen that you see tonight of a Return of the Jedi, the re-release, Genevieve. Um, so anyway, I'm excited about that. I'm excited about them exploring that uh, side of the universe, the unknown yep. regions. It, it looks like it's going to be pretty cool. And Filoni seems like he know, he's he knows what he's doing. Um, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Your um, only hope. He's our only hope. We know that um, Andor season two is coming. Uh, they're shooting it right now. Tony Gilroy is, of course, everyone's back. Uh, we we've known uh, that they're gonna jump a year every three episodes or so. 
uh, and that is going to re- uh, lead directly into the Rogue One uh, opening scene of Andor, where he's in the rings of Kaffreen. That's exciting. Uh, one of the things that I thought was kind of interesting was that Andy Serkis was in that panel, and I'm like, uh, is he going to be in the second season as well, or are we going to see Kino Loy again? Uh, that's a big question I have because that was one of, one of the most impactful stories. In I the hope first he's season. not dead. I don't think he's dead. He said he's not dead, but is he going to be in the show? He confirmed he's not dead. He confirmed the character is not dead, and the really? fact that he confirmed the character is not dead. Why would you confirm that if he wasn't going to be in the show? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's still alive. He's going to be in the show. Yeah, exactly. Um, what are you most excited about? About the new shit. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be a weird answer, but probably Tales of Jedi season two. Because I loved the first season, and uh, I love that the the um, you can do several little stories um, in one season uh, throughout the whole timeline. Um, I like the Dooku stuff. I loved, and it answers shit that I never knew I wanted answered. And it just feels like a perfect opportunity to tell stories that are, that have always interested fans, but they haven't found uh, an avenue to tell them on. Like if you do a TV show, you have to commit to a TV show and have a premise and commit to that premise throughout four seasons or whatever. But if you're doing just tell the Jedi, you can tell a story about anything, uh, yeah. and um, you don't have to commit to seven seasons of that story. So they could do like a short. I want to see a short story about Luke during. Uh, uh, that period of time between Return of the Jedi and, and The Force Awakens. Uh, they could do the Lando uh, uh, Luke story. They could do Luke and Ben. Uh, there's a bunch of shit you can do that I think are, is really... I want. I just want to see Luke. <laughs> uh, but they can do a bunch of other sh- other stuff that I, that I feel like... Um, and the animation is it's just gotten better and better. Uh, yep. It's really gorgeous. The storytelling is second to none. Like the Dooku and Qui-Gon stuff I loved. Yeah, it was really cool. Uh, so I feel like um, it, it's actually those things that I'm really excited about. Uh, another one that I was going to bring up was the Acolyte. I don't know how you feel about the Acolyte. The only um, thing that has me concerned about that yeah. is the whole thing about the showrunner and a lot of people involved like not really being Star Wars fans. Well, um, what do you mean she's not a Star Wars fan, though? Like... There was a lot of articles that came out with like interviews where they basically got people for that show who weren't really Star Wars fans or people who knew Star Wars. And I don't know how it's going to turn out. Hmm. Well, I've, I've, from what I've seen of her, of Leslie Headland particularly, she seems like a, uh, she seems like a big fan. Because she's like referencing a bunch of shit in her stories, and she's always talking about how she is inspired by the Phantom Menace and about the Fall of the Jedi. Then, and when she watched the prequels, she that was got her imagination racing, and and that she watched she read a bunch of the books in the '90s as well, expanded universe. So, so um, I don't know if it's her or not, but maybe it's um, her crew, right? Yeah. So it says the Acolyte series writers have never seen Star Wars. The showrunner explained how some of the writers have no knowledge of the Star Wars universe, and it is—it's like concerning. <laughs> well, but I—but if you put it in context, I heard 
that some of them haven't seen anything. Some of them are like diehard fans. So it's kind of like a balancing act of having fresh blood versus having people who are very reverent towards it. You know, it's one thing if like it's an actor like fucking um, what's his name? Uh, Bill Burr, who like hated Star Wars and then comes in it and like makes jokes and shit. But like a writer should know a lot. They shouldn't be someone who's just like, okay, I know how to write drama, but I've never seen anything Star Wars. Like that's that's concerning to me. Why why would it be different if you're just a writer? And 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 if you're writing in a writer's room that don't don't have final say, if if other writers can correct you and, and your showrunner who's a huge fan tells you and guides you towards writing inside these particular lines. That's true, but I think that adds the challenge for them as creators to like make something cohesive and thoughtful of the story at large like maybe or maybe it it it, it uh, takes away limitations it all depends on what their role is you know right like if they're just a minor writer that does like little quips of dialogue or like makes certain things more cohesive that's fine but like somebody who has impact over the story or right. direction is like that's where it becomes a problem right um okay yeah uh leslie headland said that uh she felt the show was a mix between kill bill and frozen which is such <laughs> a weird like yeah, yeah. Um, i just wanted to say that uh, <laughs> and I, I hear we'll, we'll see how it is. I mean, we'll I'm intrigued. I just people you know. say that the uh, the footage looked the footage they showed on Celebration looked like it it, it it took a lot of took a lot of cues from kung fu movies. That the choreography was a big part of yeah. like the the fighting choreography is a big yeah. part of it. Uh, so I, that seems exciting. That that sounds like a uh, a new take on on Star Wars. So I don't know. We'll yeah. see how, I mean, how we'll, we'll see. And it's a, the High Republic. That's another exciting thing. Is Discovering an, an area in the timeline that we it's, it's not very explored. Yeah, I'm sure they're gonna get into Sith shit um, going around. Right. Um, so um, the other uh, two things remaining really visions. are are visions, which I really couldn't give a shit about. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen the trailer. The I'm second not season, it actually the second season artwork at least looks pretty awesome i gotta say well the artwork changes it's not so much as anime style with a lot of them there's like fucking the artwork, claymation the artwork will change every episode so i don't i'm not gonna well, buy no, it i know but it doesn't look like conventional anime in a lot of these like there's like fucking claymation ones and like weird like looking ones. okay it actually looks pretty cool uh yeah i don't know um I really like my uh, Star Wars Visions is one of those things where it's like, oh that's nice they're doing they're trying different stuff yeah no I'm I'm on the same page but I, I don't, don't really care about it I don't give a shit about it yeah like I, like to the point where I didn't even watch the trailer because it just doesn't tickle tickle my fancy uh, I don't I like that they're doing it I guess yeah I'm fine with it rather and um, I don't know man Star Wars Visions. If there was one thing that I, I didn't need was another season of Star Wars Visions, I would have, yeah. would have much preferred them to to to, to divide their efforts to to make more Tales of the Jedi. 
Yeah, I agree. <laughs> which, which are like little nuggets of canon that you get here and there. Yeah, which I love. Um, yeah, and the other one which I'm I'm excited about as well is um, uh, the Bad Batch season three and the fact that they said it's going to be the final one. Right. I like the fact that they have a, an end. They have an end in mind, and they're gonna they're not gonna mm-hmm. extend it forever. Exactly. We, last time we we speculated about how long it was gonna go four seasons, three, whatever. It ended up being three. I think that's a nice round number. Uh, well, technically, it's not a round number. It's an odd number. But, but it's a but it, it's it's a trilogy, is what I mean. It's like <laughs> this very Star Wars thing to do. Uh, yeah. And um, and the trailers uh, brought in uh, Fennec Shand is gonna be back. Uh, Palpatine is gonna be back. Um, Will we finally get Boba? I assume so. I assume so. Omega's gonna so. be a little bit older even now, um, and I just want that story to 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 be concluded in a in a satisfying right. way. Especially yeah. now that I'm rewatching this show, I'm rewatching the Bad Batch, by the way, and uh, it it works much better on a rewatch than on a binge watch more more so, because yeah. now you you kind of you can see where it's going. Yeah. Uh, those and I and I can't stress this enough: the Star Wars shit. Uh, I don't. I don't think it works that much week by week, because uh, it makes people very impatient on when the well, when the episodes are that fucking short, it's really frustrating. Right. And then when there's like how many filler episodes too, it's like I'm not waiting week for week for this bullshit. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Um, what are you most excited about the whole all of this the the things? Oh God. Uh. To be honest, I'm there's really nothing that like um that sticks out. Like just it's all just kinda like I'm just rolling with it. <laughs> if there was a Boba season two, probably that. Because like I hope that they would go in a better direction and like realize like their mistakes. You would hope, would you? I would <laughs> wouldn't you? Uh no, but what, what of the things I picked one, Tales of the Jedi. What is it that you what what is it the thing you what would if you had to only watch one of them? God. If I mean probably Mando, season four. Really? Yeah, I mean it, that wasn't even an announcement. We already knew that was gonna happen. Well, yeah, but it's still a thing that's coming out. It's still upcoming. Uh, um, as far as new shows, probably yeah, probably Tales season two. Even yeah. it's just, I wish there was more to it. Like, give more episodes and longer episodes. It's just they're too short. It's like they're really sweet, but like there's only a few of them, and they're like each like fucking fifteen minutes. Like that's not enough for me. It's a short. It's a short. And yeah, they released to be more. to to be fair to them, they released the whole season. They didn't do the yes, fucking that's true. Bullshit. That's very true. Uh, Which so... they they should do more of that. Yeah, they but, like honestly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's exciting, I guess. Yep. <laughs> they also released the final trailer for Jedi Survivor, but at this point, it's already out. So um, I'm I'm eager to play it. I know you're already playing it. I'm like um, maybe a quarter of the way through. Right. I'm taking it slow. I'm not fucking rushing through it. Yeah, but that's also uh, worthy worthy to note because. The I I think the story and the little details and the canon expansion that happens, at least in the first game, was really significant. Yeah, they they introduced like a bunch of shit that got followed up on 
like they even the Obi Wan show, they went to the Fortress Inquisitories and stuff like that. Right. That's yeah. stuff that the that game set up. And the Braca was there's a bunch of references, stuff that right. got yeah. referenced later. Uh that that game sets up. They're good games so, to become canon stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a good solid story with a good yeah. character. Yeah. Good side characters. Like it's it's interesting Great stuff. Cast, you know? Yeah. Great cast. Yeah. So yeah, I'm excited about that too. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to add, Tyler? Um, what else? What else? Um, honestly, I don't think so, man. <laughs> I hope you gotta go watch Return of the Jedi. Yeah, I'm I'm going tonight to see it. All so right, excellent. First time excellent. in theaters ever. Yes, yes, excellent. Well, guys, let us know what you think. What do you? What would you like to see? Please, at least tell us you hate us. Or something, and uh, <laughs> I will be happy to hear it. <laughs> so yeah, um, as you know, may the force be with you, always. <laughs> <laughs>